Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy, the morning edition, uh, I should say. Um, I'm Ben Sloy, and uh, today on the show, um, I have my good friend, Sydney Lee. Uh, she works for a company called Ignite, which is uh, a organization that inspires women to run for office. And I'm excited to talk to her about what she does and why she does it, because it's been a while, I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah. Sydney, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good, I'm really good. Yeah, still bright and early, but how's your day going so far? It's really good, I actually like, I'm vomiting on the way here. Really? Yeah, my medicine made me throw up, so oh, I was no. like, uh. oh, but, yeah. It was, okay. but it was purely like, uh, it was like, an in the moment kind of thing, you're not sick or anything. Oh, hell no. No, that's it. I can't do that. No sickness. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, it's like humid as hell. It's like sticky. It's it's gross outside. It's pretty gross. And yeah. it's like, not, and the, the weather isn't helping because it's so dark and like muggy. So that's not fun. Oh, let me get that vitamin D. Like, <laughs> we live in Wisconsin. Like, I yeah. went to go have my vitamin D levels checked. And my doctor, he's like, the average person is supposed to be, like, in Wisconsin, supposed to be 30. You're at a four. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's, wow. Mm hmm Jesus. Um, well, um, yeah, it, it is, like, that time of year not deciding. It, it's, like, going back and forth if, when it, if it's deciding if it's fall yet or not. Because it was a couple days ago, but now it's fucking summer again. I know. Last but now days. it's, like, spring almost a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I know, it's, I like it. Don't like it. But, that's okay. We're here, we're functioning, we're, we're carrying. We're yes, indeed, so. Um, so, um, what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, uh, we talk love and fear, there are passionate and creative minds. And, uh, first time we met uh, was actually at Hello. Because, mm -hmm. uh, shout out uh, Nicole. Mm -hmm. Nicole Gorlick, our, our mutual <laughs> friend. Um, she um, introduced us, I believe, and then you went on the side-by-side uh, -side Israel trip. Uh, I don't think I really got to talk to you in depth about how what you took away from that trip and how it was for you. Um, it was definitely an experience. I learned a lot, cried a lot. Uh, it was an experience. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, I guess, like, what was emotional? Um... I guess what was emotional for me was just seeing how similar, I guess you could say, Palestine and Milwaukee are, mm -hmm. especially in terms of like the north side and um, how Palestine is. So like just seeing those similarities and then seeing that halfway across the world and then seeing how Milwaukee is like comparing the two, that was that was hard for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, yeah, like very segregated, like and. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I, I don't know how you come back, it, it's, it is a very, like, eye-opening thing, like, being out in the West Bank and, like, seeing, like, the realities out there, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's heavy stuff, um, and it also challenges what us Jews have, what we've been, like, learned to believe about Israel, that's for sure, but, um, yeah, so, uh, and then I, 
uh, saw you uh, at High Five Studio a couple times. Yep, yep. Um, one of my best friends, Brittany Cook. She's the one. Shut who... up, Brittany. A sit with Brit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, uh, She's yeah. the one who told me to come to High Five, and then so. That's why I've been there. Oh, that's perfect. That girl, she's amazing. Oh, she's, the, <laughs> she's the best. Um, she's so much fun. Uh, our episode was a ton of fun. Um, yeah, we've been best friends since high school. Like our my freshman year of high school, her sophomore year of high school. Mm. Oh, where'd you go to high school? I went to Pius. She went to Rufus King. Okay. But like we met because we were doing volunteer work, and so we became we were doing volunteer work at African World Festival when they used to have it. And like we just became friends. I was like, "You're not getting rid of me," and that's just what happened. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Yeah, she, yeah, she's she's a beaut. Love Brett. Um, so, um, so you're in your final year of school, right? Sweet. What do you? Uh, what's your major? Psychology with a minor women gender studies. Oh, cool! Great combo. Great, mm -hmm. very good combo. Um, I minored in psych. Um, yeah, uh, I guess like for one, what made you uh, decide the the path that uh, you've uh, undergone, and I guess like what do you hope to beyond school, like uh, the path you want to take? So the path after school is take a year off, study for my LSATs, and then go to law school. Okay. So that's the path after school, but what got me into psychology because my major was originally biological science. Because I have six pets, and I figured like it made a lot of sense for me to go to school and like be a veterinarian. Uh, yeah. But then I hated it. Right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. uh, I went into psychology because those were the classes that I enjoyed the most, that I was like actually paying attention in. And so I figured that was like where I needed to go because mm -hmm. I care more a lot about like I love my animals. I do. I love them to death. But like I care a lot more about like people. I guess you could say. Yeah. 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 Six pets. Damn. Yeah. What are they? Three cats and three dogs. Oh, okay. So it's at least kept simple, mm -hmm. like, but, uh, man, that's gotta be an interesting dynamic. Oh yeah, they're fighting all the time. They yeah. have, like, each one has, like, their own personality, and so it's like, I love going home and seeing my animals. Oh yeah. Damn, yeah. I'm, and they're all cuddle yeah. books, so, like, sometimes I'll wake up with all, like, six of them. Oh my god, that's and awesome. And they're, like, all cuddling me, and it's just the best. Oh, it's like a cute, like, family movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. People are just yeah. like, why are your animals, like... Cutie, he's the smallest one, but he's also the baddest one, so... Its name is Cutie? Yeah, my mom named him. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> he's four pounds of pure awful. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, yeah, we have two cats here. I don't know where they are now, because usually when I have guests in the show, in, on the show, like, my cats are always, like, that's when they want attention. Um, but they don't get along too well. They hiss at each other a lot. Oh yeah, we have a cat named Lyric, and she is certified crazy. Really? Like, yeah, she doesn't like to be around any of the other animals. She's a bangle, and I don't think she's too many generations removed from, like, being, like, a wild, wild cat. Mm -hmm. So, like, she took a chunk out of one of our other cats, like, mm -hmm. back, and, like, we have to keep them separate. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, she's, she's certified crazy. I never met a cat that was crazy, but she's crazy. Damn. Wow, that's, that is some... Real. But she's a cuddle block too. So. Uh, sure. So, so, so she's like, um, she's real fierce, but she has a tame side. Yeah. So like, she's nice to humans, not nice to like non-humans. Mm. Interesting. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure that comes with territorial instincts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But similar to you, I, um, I also like actually went initially in high school. 
the job, not many people know this, but the job I wanted to have when I was going to school, I wanted to be a weatherman. I wanted, I- You have the voice for it. Thanks. I, well, so I was doing broadcasting in high school and I like always, always loved weather. Mm -hmm. I think weather is so cool. I've been fascinated by it since I was a kid. I love storms. You know, I think the sky is awesome. Uh, I wanted to like get into do it and like I actually used to watch the weather channel like for fun mm -hmm. when I was little like I used to watch the forecast and just be so like enamored by you know the whole like patterns of like you know the, the, the weather as it moves across the country and shit like that but then in high school like um, I realized that weather is a lot of like like meteorology specifically is a lot of mathematical models and shit like that shit i'm not good at so <laughs> i'm not i'm like fuck i uh just probably shouldn't like i i can keep it at purely like uh fascination level but not you know go into it as like a profession because it's just it, it's not me like i i'm not gonna force myself to be good at something i'm not you know, that just isn't really like what what I'm tailored to. So I was just stuck to broadcasting and then eventually came down into the path of journalism and I love it. So if it's like yeah. I thought I would be good in veterinary because I had so many animals, but like it was the math that took me out. It's always the fucking <clears throat> math. You know? It's the math. <laughs> I feel like if you don't have a good foundation with like your teachers like growing up teaching you like the basic concepts of math you like, it's just impossible for mm -hmm. you to catch up if you don't yeah. have the basic foundations and like... Right, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, it's, a lot of it is the teachers. Mm -hmm. I think that it's really hard for a lot of teachers to like actually like cater to a young and still molding mind. Um, you know, so many like formulas and equations and like, it's, it's, I don't know. It, like, I, I think that a lot of it is, like, in high school, like, I, I don't think I ever had a, like, there was maybe one math teacher that I, like, kind of liked, but that was only because, like, he was such a fucking easy grader, and I actually connected with him on, like, an emotional level, but a lot of them had, any other math teacher was just, I never connected with, I just didn't get it, Yeah, you know? same, I only had one math teacher who I actually liked, um... And that was my freshman year in high school, and that was, I went to all-girls school my freshman year, so I went mm -hmm. to St. Joan Antita, and then I transferred to Pius. <coughs> but at St. Jones, the teacher, she was the best teacher that I ever had, so like, I was just like, and she made sure you understood before she moved on, like the entire class. If you didn't understand what she was teaching, it's because you didn't come to class. Right, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> it's just that simple. Um, yeah. Well, um, so... You want to go to law school, I guess, like, what do you, like, hope to, uh, uh, focus on in law, like, with law? I haven't decided yet. Mm. I have no idea. Interesting. Yeah. What's the initial enticing, like, the, the going, making you go to law school? I feel like, well, long-term plan, I'm talking about 30, 40 years, one day I hope to be a judge. Nice. So... I can see you being Judge Sid. <laughs> so that's Sidney. my... Yeah my long-term goal because I feel like the best way to get things done is like all act 
activism also and changing legislation and impacting like the judicial system and that's just what I would like to do. Cool. Well, I guess that that's how the, the Ignite work seems to play in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I guess so like uh, tell me a little bit about the organization and specifically what kind of work that okay. you folks do. Perfect. So Ignite is the largest organization for young women to run for office. So not only do we empower, we train, we give women the tools to run for office. So we even have a K-4, basically we go from K-4 to college level. And so we're the largest organization. It was founded in 2008, I believe. I could have my dates wrong. It could be 2005, but I'm pretty sure it's 2008. Sure. Um, but it's to recognize the political power in every young woman. So we want to get them early to know that they can run for office, that they can um, have the tools to run for office. That if you want to do this in the, long, in the future, even if it's like for student government or just anything, just giving them the tools and letting them know that they can do it. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, like uh, how did you um, get in touch with the organization? Um, actually, it was quite a funny story. I, didn't, um, I knew about Ignite through like hearing about it from different places and everything, but um, this summer, my friend sent me the application, and she's like, apply. Like, she just told me to apply, and I was like, okay, I applied. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, I applied. I didn't get in. Oh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, you set me up. <laughs> but she had applied the year before, and so I applied this year, and I got in. Um, but when I looked at her application, what she said, I was like, I don't, I don't know what Nigeria was thinking when she filled out this application, but... I, it was so many typos. I was like, "That's why you didn't get in." Because uh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> she's a, she's an amazing young woman. She's on the Forbes thirty under thirty list. Oh, cool. So she's 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 amazing. Nice. Yeah. A lot of it's like when sometimes it comes down to how you like worded the email, and that can be like the determining factor of whether or not like you get it. Oh yeah. If you if you saw her application, you'd be like, "You sent this in, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you didn't read it before you sent it in." You're like. That ain't it. <laughs> she's like, I was, I was she's like, I had no sleep, but I said, I was like, yeah, you can tell, because the way this was looking, ooh, girl. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom always gets mad at me whenever, like, I send in, like, like a cover letter or, like, a resume, and she hasn't looked it over yet. Um, like, she gets mad she loves doing that kind of stuff. She mm -hmm. likes to proofread. Um, and I sent in an application, a college application in high school. I sent in... And without her, like, looking it over first, and she was so fucking mad at me. She was like, well, you probably fucked it up. Now you're probably not going to get in. <laughs> That's how my mom is, too. I feel like it's like definitely a mom thing. They want to make sure that, like, you're right. But then they change, and it's just like, that is not what I was trying to say. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I have, like, an outline of, like, what I'm trying to say. You know, mm -hmm. like, uh, it makes sense in my head. But, yeah, and it turned out it was U of I. That was the school. Didn't get in. But it's okay. I probably wouldn't have gotten in anyway. My <laughs> grades weren't there. Oh no, mine either. Yeah, but that's okay. Got me here. I'm proud to be here. Wouldn't see myself anywhere else. My know? mom always says, when a doctor gets his degree, you don't know if that doctor got straight C's or straight A's. You don't. Isn't that isn't that kind of weird? Like, like what? this doctor could be like <laughs> <laughs> just scraping by, you know? But yeah. So uh, what? They probably Google stuff anyways. Yeah. They. Put your symptoms into Google. Oh, you have this. That's like your medication don't be working. Right. They definitely cited Wikipedia as a source. Can there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Like, Maybe use some WebMD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what 
So what uh, do you specifically do within or working with the organization? So I am a fellow. So what fellows do is we also train other women. So we get them to build college councils on their campus and we just become like a networking of a network of women who empower each other and host trainings and host like um, get other elected officials involved. Um, it's a nonpartisan organization. We work with both sides and we just get them really involved in the political process but also like building connections as well. So mm -hmm. we just kind of like I help facilitate those connections and those councils and different things like that. Awesome. Um, like week to week how much uh, like time like do you uh, spend with it? So about 15 hours sometimes over mm. but sure. yeah. Cool. Um, why do you think it's uh, um, like more important than ever right now for women to be like inspired to like run politically and get involved in politics? I feel like it's more important than ever because the only way to reach true political power is to have women on both sides of the aisle because women on both sides of the aisle bring perspectives you might not necessarily think of or perspectives that aren't already there. And so just from their lived experiences or how they see the world, they can bring a lot to the table in terms of legislation or um, hopefully blocking legislation that is harmful to women mm -hmm. or harmful to other people. And so I feel like the, the true way to reach or to get um, equality, not only equality um, in terms of gender, but just like all across the board is just to get other women and other people to, or non-binary people also to run for office. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. Um, I think like, it's sort of, um, I mean, needless to say, like, um, men have just been such, like, you know, the, the dominating, like, political force, like, in so in not only in politics, but, you know, in a lot of, you know, in the industry, like, you know, in, in companies, it's like, men sort of, like, it's always kind of been defaulted that a man is expected to, like, run a company, or... Um, or, you know, be making executive decisions on things. Um, but I think especially with, like, this last election, um, the, the, uh, the Congress uh, election last year, like, really kind of shed this new generation of, like, minorities and, and people of, you know, very diverse identities. And it... it gave so much um, of a platform to those voices. It, it really did uplift like so many different communities. And I think that that was like, it was honestly like, it was, I was in awe. It was just really amazing to just finally see like, you know, so many um, marginalized communities, like finally, like, you know, getting, feeling like their voices matter and that they have representation, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's, really important like especially in all aspects of life just seeing how many people are just <clears throat> able to get their voices heard and are able to like finally step out onto the platform like <clears throat> like the savage Fenty fashion show like i cried when i yeah. watched it just because you're not used to seeing people or people from marginalized communities have a voice or have that representation or just even have the ability to step up to the platform and i feel like that's also why social media is so important because mm -hmm people can make their own platforms and people can get their own voices and their own opinions out there and get them heard. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like, you know, things as simple as like Facebook groups and mm -hmm. like, really social media is such a powerful tool for like revolution, you know, and rallying against different causes. Like, 
I mean, I went to my first protest this summer. It was Jews Against Ice. Um, and, uh, like, I wouldn't have even known about something like that was going on that I could get involved in if it weren't for being invited to it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like people, I mean, people hate on social media, which rightfully so. I mean, it does cause a lot of distress and anxiety, but when it's actually used for what it's intended for, it can be really amazing and, you know, bring communities together and actually knowing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like it's also like really important to know how to craft your feed too. Because like for Instagram, I've become an extra crafter, if I can say for myself. It's like, <gasps> ooh, hiccups. Bless it's you. like, thank you. <laughs> it's like I've learned to craft my Instagram feeds and like stuff that inspires me rather than makes me feel bad about myself or like things that make me think in a critical way rather than things that make me think in a critical way bad about myself, if that makes sense. Like things that make me critical, like, oh, I can fix this about myself, or I can change this about myself in a good way to become a better person, rather than I can change this about myself to make other people like me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I agree. Um, Because, like, I had therapy yesterday, and I was talking about this, because it's like, even though I feel like I know social media is such a validation mechanism for so many of us and it's like a self-aware thing it's like I know what's happening but I still like fall victim to it so much Mm -hmm. you know like I'll still like be all like you know I'll get bummed out if like a post or a picture or something like didn't get you know as much love or feedback or recognition as like I wanted it to and I'll be like is it me like is it something I did did I not do this right Mm -hmm. I feel like that's also just like a very human thing because it's just like right there in your face. Like you yeah. can't turn away from it. You can't ignore it. It's just like instant gratification or like instant <clears throat> or just seeing something that like didn't get enough likes or like didn't get as much as you thought it would. And it's just mm-hmm. like, dang, like people really don't like me. But right, like, yeah. That's not it. It's just the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Right. It, and that's the thing. Algorithms, like are completely control what you see and don't see Mm -hmm. so um yeah uh so i guess like what's an example of like um uh an example of like how your work with ignite like really like impacted somebody that you know you worked with somebody you had an experience with that like really like you feel like well i'm actually brand new so i just started with ignite this past um I've been with them about two months now, mm-hmm. so I'm brand new. We just had our national training um, in Oakland, California about two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Um, so that was just us getting training before we could do anything. So um haven't actually like impacted anybody yet specifically, but the women in Ignite have impacted me greatly. Um, we had, um, we all got together last, the past two weeks ago basically, and um, um, we all, it's from, there's about 20 of us, so there's 20 fellows. And um, we're the biggest group that they've had. The year before, they had about 15. This year, they have 20. They get about, like, 500 applications, so they only accept 20 of us. Wow. Um, Yes. So they're a really powerful group of women, and it was just amazing just to sit there and talk with all of them and just learn from them. And they're just really inspiring. Like, they really push you to be your best self, and it's just, like... It's just really amazing to just be in the... We were together, like, day in and day out, so we were there a whole week. Mm-hmm. Basically, workshops from sunup to sundown. 
was exhausting, but it was also very fulfilling because you don't really get to be in a space with just women like that, especially women who bring so much to the table where you can learn from each and every single one of them. And like every day, like there was just something that I was just like in awe about from one of them just learning from them. And I feel like that that really impacted me because we, we still talk today. We'll like get on the group chat and be like, hope everyone has a good day. You're going to kill it. Do yeah. this, do that. Yeah. And like they're just all so inspiring and just like you just, I just love them so mm-hmm. much. It's just a lot. It sounds like a lot of uh, just really like positive and optimistic like energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It's, it is. And they all just bring, they're all so unique and they all just bring so much to the table. It's just amazing. That's dope. Awesome. Um, why do you feel like uh, it's like uh, specifically in Milwaukee, like the work you're doing is so important? I feel like it's so important because Milwaukee is going to be basically a battleground state. So I'm hoping to get as many women as possible involved so we can register voters, we can get people involved in the political process, we can educate them, we can get more women to actually run for office, considering next year's 2020 is an election year. And so many seats will be up for grabs. In Wisconsin, I just feel like we just need to have more women, or and give those women the tools to actually run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. God, if y'all don't vote, <laughs> like, ugh. Um, yeah, the DNC is coming next year too. Mm-hmm. That'll be pretty awesome. Big year next year. Yeah. Big year next year. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that like a key thing that you're talking about is like really like when we talk about like how like you really want to inspire women to run for office like I think that sometimes like people get like mixed up or they get frustrated when it's like when we talk about like um, you know when we talk about supporting women in you know positions of political power it's like you know when like especially if there's like women that you know identify like on the other side of the aisle like people might be like oh well you know you're still like standing for this or that position that like um i that like i don't agree with you know um such as like for example a big one is like you know women that are pro-life mm-hmm. um so like i guess like you know, like when, especially it's like when we talk about like supporting women running and all, it's like we have to support all of them, even if like they don't agree mm-hmm. with us. You know, like um, why do you think that's like such a challenge for some people? I feel like people don't look at the bigger picture. Like, yeah, I might not agree with your stance in general, but I feel like the overall effect is the fact that you're there. You're there regardless of not whether you want to or not just your gender alone regardless if you want to acknowledge it or not it's making an impact on the seat that you have mm-hmm. for other young women for other young girls and it's just like regardless if you, if you want to be that said that symbol of hope that symbol of peace you already are mm-hmm. and so it's yeah i might not agree personally with your politics but i still want to see you succeed yeah that's that's powerful that's good like it's visibility at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know um, and, you know, even speaking like as a, as a Jew, it's like, you know, I know that there's a lot of Jews I don't agree with politically mm-hmm. on a lot of things, but we're still a community, you know, we're yeah. still, we're still an identity. And I think we all still care about, you know, bringing light to issues that affect the Jewish people. You know whether or not we might agree personally or even like each other personally like you know we still 
a lot of us do at the end of the day want the same thing and that's that we want you know the Jewish community to be like recognized and protected mm -hmm. and, and defended by you know other uh, other communities and whatnot you know yeah no I agree completely uh, what are uh, your continued goals uh, with um, I guess you know for the rest of the year with ignite like um, you know and yeah so I want to get our college council started at UWM and hopefully Carthridge and Marquette as well um, I just want to branch out and get as many women branched as possible and that's that's my goal do you think uh, the work is easy at UWM to be doing that I feel like UWM is in a unique spot because we have so it's like such a diverse campus that we have a little bit of everybody so I feel like I do have it easy at UWM but I feel like um and also probably just how active like UWM is but the hard part is it's a commuter school mm -hmm. so you just have to get people when you get them so that might be hard but I have a lot of hope for UWM yeah yeah it is it is very very diverse um it's um, yeah, like, I'd say that people definitely, like, you know, use their voice, uh, when given the opportunity to at the school, despite the fact that, yeah, it is a commuter school, mm -hmm. but, I mean, just look at Space Plaza, look at all the shit that goes down over there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, what makes you, uh, hope to be a judge one day? Hmm. Well, it helps me, helps be a judge, I feel like, because once you know how the system works, I feel like then you can help people. So I'll be able to know the laws, I'll know, um, I feel like especially in Milwaukee, you get so many different cases, and a lot of times it takes someone knowing not only um, the laws and knowing how to enforce those laws, but also someone being empathetic as well and knowing how Milwaukee functions and just being able to see, especially like with a psychology degree, I hope to like learn a lot more in that. <clears throat> Hopefully also put up back to school and get my master's in that, but I feel like just like having all those different components and like kn knowing those different things, I feel like I would hopefully be able to make like a good impact and be able to give people like the resources that they actually need. So if it's like getting them actually to go to rehab or getting them to do counseling, just be able to know not only how those laws and systems work, but like how to work within mm -hmm. those laws and systems. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you hope to, uh, in, in your mission with the work you're doing, um, what do you hope to see from men? To step up and to step over? Like, not to step up. Okay, so to step up in terms of using their voice when it needs to be heard, but also to step back when um, it's not their time to talk. Mm -hmm. So, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, men, we have a lot of opinions on things. Oh yeah, sometimes a little too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this, and this is why I think that, you know, like. And it doesn't even make sense. Like, we're talking about, like, why Rice Krispies are white, and you're talking about, like, why you like Cheerios. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, for real. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Um, and I think that men are slowly but surely, like, um, a lot of times they want to, they do want to be the best ally. They want to help. They want to be better, but 
sometimes it's a matter of so they simply just don't know how to be mm-hmm. properly. Um, but I think that uh, probably the best way to to uh, figure that out is just just ask your ask your your you know your sisters you know ask your your women and femme identifying friends you know how they how you can help them that always helps how you cannot be trash yes right. <laughs> we're trash and we know it yeah all right Sid um yeah, it's hot in here I know I was sweating in my house too so. yeah fuck it's that fucking spring weather we're having outside today um happy October uh Sid uh tell me what keeps you up at night not animals. Your animals. <laughs> right, yeah. And my niece, Kyla. <laughs> uh, niece, Kyla, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn. That's like damn near a seventh pet. You know, oh, having... yeah. <laughs> she, like, I'm not even lying. She is. <laughs> yeah, right. Having a kid, you know, having a pet, a lot of the same things. Um, she acts like a pet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Got to throw her a treat once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, she got mad at her mom and toddled up and bit her mom like she was a dog. Wow. <laughs> she's one. <laughs> yes, she's on that. Uh, what puts you to sleep, though? Um, Just, like, my hope for the future. And, like, I just go to sleep, and I'm like, okay, today I'm going to dream about making the world a better place or, like, the world being a better place. So I'm not so sad when I go to sleep. And then that puts me to sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Finding optimism in in the dark ages of where it seems like everything's against us. That is always like a very, it's, you know, it's a really beautiful thing and it keeps you going Mm -hmm. and it's how change happens. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. So uh, remember to, um, you know, support, uh, support women getting involved in politics um, and uh, ask women how you can do better, especially if you're a man. Yeah, um, yeah, well, uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.